Hey listeners, this is William Sterling and you're listening to the Killer Mediums podcast where we talk about all your favorite horror tropes and how they manifest across all of your favorite mediums of entertainment. Today's topic is growing horror festivals and we are joined by guests Roseanne Harpold and Abigail. As a warning, this is usually an incredibly spoiler-heavy podcast, but not today. The way we're going to approach this episode is, sure, yeah, it's partially an advertisement for Hauntfest April Ghouls. I'm not ashamed of that. The event is amazing. It deserves a plug. But also, we're going to dig into how these events get planned and organized, everything from movie premieres to constructing haunted houses to music festivals. Uh, we've got some tips and tricks for getting your spooky communities out and about. And I know that a lot of you listeners are looking for ways to engage like that. So we're shaking up the formula. Let's buckle up. Let's get spooky. Coroners tied bells to everybody in the morgue. So if they heard a ting, they knew somebody down there wasn't quite ready to go. Right. Abigail, Roseanne, how the hell are you doing tonight? Doing great. Doing really good. Yeah, Thank you, you for doing? asking. <laughs> <laughs> doing good over here. Um, I'm excited about this. I have never done like a pure sequel episode before. Um, I've had a couple of guests come back on for different stuff. But Roseanne, we talked a year ago about Hauntfest Mayhem. And uh, listeners, if you missed that, it's all about like starting a fest from absolutely nothing and trying to get the plans in place and all of the pre-planning for all of that. This is the sequel. We know what we're talking about now. We, we've been through the ringer once. So um, <laughs> anybody that missed episode one, diving into episode two here, could you two give us just the short pitch for what this thing even is? What is Hauntfest April Ghouls? All right. So... The way that I like to introduce it to people is who wants to celebrate Halloween only once a year, right? So this is a Halloween celebration that takes place off season in last year. It was in May. This year it's in April. And it is a celebration of all things spooky and horror and oddities and freak shows and basically all forms of horror entertainment. But in addition to all of the horror things that we have, we also have, you know, music and food and we try to keep it with this kind of a spooky theme. It's so much more than just a Halloween party, I would say. I like that pitch because that's the vibe I got when I went last year. Like it was this concentrated like injection of just everything I love from like music festivals to just like people running around to the, the black cat petting booth. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is something for everybody and it is all happening at once. And it's just so cool. Roseanne, anything to add? Yeah, I mean, it's just I love it. You know this. Um, and I'm in a completely different place than I was last year talking to you now because I've, I've learned so much and, and started to build this community of people. And um, all the new <laughs> stuff is really exciting to me, like having uh, the horror authors like yourself coming is like a huge addition to this. Um, super thrilled. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of like she said, anything horror related. I mean, there's no really cap on this. Uh, the freak show is like a, a, a whole brand new thing too that you know i never would have expected to just show up on my plate like this 
but we can get into that later but anything spooky anything uh, if you like anything macabre or i'm not even sure is that how you say that word it's macabre macabre okay sorry i read it all the time and i never say it out loud. um anything macabre um it, it will be perfect for you cheers okay so uh, I love having you two on because there's so much discourse online about like building up the horror community or the horror fam or, you know, whatever phrase we choose that day. Um, and in spaces where those communities are already well established, it's really fun to get involved in them. But you two are doing something that I think a lot of our listeners, like I said in the intro, uh, could benefit from. And you're building a horror community almost from scratch. So like, for me, Athens is amazing. But like we talked about last time, Georgia is just so crazy spread out that it's hard to consolidate a lot of people into one spot or into one place together. And it makes it really hard to find our people sometimes. So we've done this one year. Um, you, you had a bunch of other events uh, kind of bridging the gap from Mayhem to April Ghouls. How has the reception been to all of these spooky series of events? Uh, and what's it been like trying to find and foster and grow a collection of, and I say this lovingly, uh, freaks and geeks in a place where there wasn't a big meeting ground established for stuff like this previously? Um, well, I will say it's it's really exciting being able to see these people who are spread out come together because I totally understand what you're <laughs> saying. Um, but I wouldn't say there isn't like a big community in and around Athens of this group of people, but it's just... Um, like you said, they are spread out and there's only a few events, you know, here and there at bars and things like that, that, that really allow the community to come together. Um, and I found a few Facebook groups too, um, online of people who are trying to meet and they'll make a post and they'll say, is there anyone in Athens who likes this, this, and this, that they can come meet and have lunch with me? I want to make friends. And, um, that just seems like there's really a problem out there. <laughs> um, so this is kind of, this is trying to bring everyone together uh, to an event where you can just kind of hang out for hours and talk to people. Um, if that's, you know, if you're just there to make friends, this is even a great place to be. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting seeing um, even haunters from different haunted houses come together because we have a lot of uh, scare actors that come from, you know, they come from Nightmare Dungeon, they come from Mad World or whatever, and they come, they're like talking to each other about the different, um, how it works in the different places, who they work with. Um, and just seeing them discover each other is really cool as well. Um, and artists, musicians, entertainers, authors, filmmakers, mm -hmm. like, especially this year, that's become a lot more apparent to me is bringing the artists together, at least at this stage, I'm seeing that a lot more. Um, but last year we definitely heard a lot from customers and hearing that it's so nice to mm -hmm. be surrounded by like-minded people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. It's been pretty magical. But. <laughs> Absolutely. So like Roseanne was saying, people were very receptive to the event. People wanted, clearly wanted to be there and were excited for this. And it, it was a little bit surprising to me to figure out that we don't have a consolidated community like this, but there is so much interest for it. I'm glad that, you know, we get to be spearheading it, but it it's just, it's surprising that nobody's done it before. <laughs> yeah. Or at least done it to this extent, I guess. Because mm -hmm. like you're saying, there, there are the Facebook groups that like have the little hangout sometimes. And 
but but y'all are y'all are blowing things up in the best way <laughs> and yeah just like as referring to myself liberally i guess uh but as one of those artists um, <laughs> that, that you put in a group chat it's been so fun we've got a promo shoot going on next weekend or something and there was a guy in there talking about testing everyone's sliders for them it's like yeah. for for safety reasons so like that's not a thing I would have ever thought was like <laughs> important was testing for safety. I thought you just ran out there and like sent the sparks flying. I, but you're <laughs> right. If there's gravel on the ground, oh my God, that could, yeah. <laughs> that just, I don't know, hearing everyone else's perspectives and kind of getting behind the scenes like of everyone else's minds too is cool. So, all right, before we go off on too many tangents, let's do a little bit of catching listeners up about your main event. A year ago, we had an episode about starting a horror festival with you and it was so fun. Um, and everything for Hauntfest Mayhem was still in the planning phases though. And we haven't really talked on the show at least about how things shook out. So I know I had a ton of fun, but let's talk about last year's iteration of the festival for a few minutes. Were there any big highlights that you want to reflect on? Like for me, the music was so good. I agree. Uh, the music was stellar. And we do have uh, one band returning from last year, Tattoo Logic. They've been like awesome. Uh, they also helped with the Sauce House event that we mm -hmm. had last October. Shout out to um, them. They're but yeah, the, the lineup is going to be released on Valentine's Day for this year, just so FYI. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the music was awesome. I hate I kind of was running around, didn't get to dance the whole time. Um, but the vendors were incredible. Um, and there was just such an amazing community of people support event. Um, I just, I can't tell you how many people came up to me and they were like, this is so awesome that you're doing this. And I, you know, I really boosted, boosted my ego. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I was like, oh, thanks. But um, no, I, I really loved, uh, okay. Let me go back to the vendors for a second. <laughs> I thought it was really awesome that we had live animal encounters. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they are coming back again, but uh like the snakes and the kittens, that was like <laughs> super cool. Um and I feel like it it sets it apart just a little bit. Yeah, it just adds that little spark of something mm -hmm. something extra. Um, but anyway, did you have some <laughs> highlights? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um I am I'm an extrovert. I really like meeting new people. I like meeting like new enthusiastic people. And that is definitely something that can be applied to the Hauntfest crowd. Everyone there is very enthusiastic. Um, so like there, there was a sense of connection and like, we're all in this boat trying to make this thing that we like succeed. Um, and that, that sense of things starting out nervous but then coming together and being successful was very very satisfying yeah and i will say people did really like that hearse too uh there were a lot of <laughs> pictures with that i i got some comments even on the survey after last year like um i wish we could have you know spent more time with, at that hearse you know like <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah, morbid i love it <laughs> Um, okay, so those are highlights. Um, sometimes the best stories come from lowlights, though. Um, what were some things that happened last year that you didn't expect um, mm -hmm. that maybe, okay, we account for this in the future? <laughs> Gosh, uh, there were quite a few things. Uh, like I said, I was running around a lot, um, but we had an instance where the sink overflowed. The parking was insane because I kept thinking, oh, we have enough parking. And my dad was like, you guys do not have enough parking. <laughs> I didn't believe him. But uh, he definitely 
told me after that because we had all sorts of parking people helping. We we even threw some friends in there to help because you you accosted friends. Yeah, I, you I didn't did. ask them. <laughs> they yeah, I had friends that came. They bought tickets to the event, and, and I was like, "Come in here, we need you." And uh, shout out to Matt. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Matt and uh, Julia for that. But um, yeah, no parking was was crazy. We had people uh, having to park on the side of the roads, and uh, uh, our poor parking people were running around because you know people would park in a spot that they should not be parked, and you had to go make an announcement about it. So we're definitely working on that. Um, it was also really hot because it was in May. I mean, I expected it to be hot, but also, you know, for the vendors that were sitting out in the sun, I'm sure that was a little interesting. So we're going back, you know, scooting back to April, hoping that the weather may be a little cooler. Mm. Um, uh, the line but it's Georgia, cool. so nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the line to get in was super long. So we're really working on a will call <laughs> line because... Some of those pictures were really insane. I mean, it, it's it's fun to look at because you're like, wow, look at all those people waiting to get into the festival. But then that also means that they're sitting there have to, having to wait to buy a ticket. So, <laughs> um, And then, yeah, the biggest thing issue-wise was just there were some volunteers last minute that just disappeared. <laughs> and so, um, like I said, we pulled friends in and we had still like amazing help. Like the people that were there, Abigail was there. <laughs> I'm sure you saw her running around like a mad woman. Um, I don't remember a lot from the festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone that was there worked their asses off though. And I'm so proud of everyone. Um, I, I actually remember <laughs> the thing that I remember the clearest about that entire day was I got home and I took my shoes off and I was like like this moment where my shoes were finally off and oh my <laughs> so nice <laughs> this is this is a little off script here but, uh, I got home and I was wearing flip-flops and my feet were black <laughs> and I mean it was horrifying and it, but I took a picture because I was like oh look this is funny like after haunt fest and I made a photo book <laughs> and I put the picture at the end of the photo album for Hot Fest. But then I didn't think about the fact that I would be bringing this photo book around to advertise and pitch Hot Fest to all these businesses. And so the manager would like flip to the last page. I'm like, oh, don't look at that. Don't look at that. So much black. I don't think I've even told anyone that. <laughs> Exclusive. Here, it here. Yeah. But kind of. <laughs> Kind of on the line of what Roseanne was saying earlier, I think the most unexpected thing for me, it was just how many people like showed up. <laughs> um, and that is, of course, th that's what you hope for. That's what you want. But that's you also you, you try to uh, not let your hopes you, don't, you try not to let your eyes get bigger than your stomach. And like all of the problems that we were talking about earlier were just kind of stemmed from the fact that once again, we didn't know the interest in this. And now that we do, we're taking a lot of measures to uh, make sure that everyone is comfortable during their time. <laughs> so if I'm in summary a little bit, if you are <laughs> looking at opening up an event like this uh, extra parking, <laughs> plan for walk-ups and wear really good shoes <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right lessons learned year one there you go so then powering forward so obviously last year was successful we had the line out the door um you you had overflow parking everything else it, it's going really well 
You have expanded beyond just that main festival, though. You've also been hosting some fun side projects around Athens, too. So maybe our listeners aren't fully invested in hosting like a big, blown-out like horror festival uh, themselves. But what other fun things have you all been up to uh, that's helped build up the spooky community in Athens? And how did those events go? I know that's a very broad way to pitch that question. <laughs> um. So uh, we actually had the B&B &B theaters reach out to us, which was super exciting uh, back in October because it really made me feel like there was something real. Here, oh, this is know? this is happening. Yeah, like there's <laughs> other businesses interested in us. Now. You know, it's not just, you know, the everyday person on the street. I, I have to agree with that, that yeah. it was exciting to to be like, oh, my gosh, like now we're getting other people involved with this and other people are excited about yeah, this it's not me asking the questions anymore <laughs> yeah um, but yeah they they reached out and they said we're releasing the exorcist you know on this date and i think it was october 6th back then and uh they were like we know you do all the spooky stuff and you have all these connections to scare actors and would you be interested in doing an event with us for the re release of the exorcist and i was like well hell yeah you know i don't know what <laughs> we're gonna do but i'll i'll talk to you um and so we bounced ideas off each other and we decided on doing a photo booth there. Um, and so, of course, we had people dressed up as ex exorcist characters and we had other movie characters. Um, Abigail was was from It. <laughs> Georgie. Uh, yeah, Georgie from It. Um, and it got a lot of attention. A lot of people coming in and out of the movies were stopping, taking photos, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then we also had Sauce House Haunt Fest, which uh, they were like, you know, we want to have a Halloween party will you come like jazz it up? And so we went <laughs> and had a little info booth and brought our actors to go around spooking people. Um, Tattoo Logic played there as well. That was the event I mentioned earlier. Um, and then there were like s'mores. So that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we've also got some some stuff coming up that I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah. But... So on February 15th from 11.30 to 4.30, we are partnering with the American Red Cross to do a blood drive at um, Memorial Hall on the UGA campus. Yeah, and there we're, we're giving out uh, a free Sunday ticket pass. So whoever gets their blood drawn, <laughs> not drawn, but donates their blood. <laughs> I felt like this this was like an appropriate um, like sponsor kind of activity because it's blood, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, vampires. this makes sense. Um, but yeah, we're excited about that. And then there's a Valentine's day massacre goth night that was happening at CNA. And so I reached out to them and I was like, can we come crash your party <laughs> and bring some people? So we'll be in the lobby for that. Um, and it's February 17th at nine. And then now, um, we're also doing terror trivia at authentic brewing co. So mm -hmm. they do like a theme trivia, like every other Thursday or something. I'm, I don't know exactly the schedule, but um, one of their theme trivia nights we're going to take over and it's going to be horror trivia. And um, it'll be March 14th at seven. But we're also doing, I think, a horror movie after the trivia. So whether you want to come for free trivia or free horror movie, um, <laughs> it hasn't been posted yet, but the details are being worked out as we speak. Um, Anyway, I just I love partnering with businesses like this because it it you know not only does it help us build a network but also it's just really awesome to see this community that's willing to mm -hmm. to help us and and get involved with such a weird 
thing that we're doing. <laughs> a hard to explain concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially off season like this. Mm -hmm. so it's really cool. Yeah, it's really fascinating from me, like on the sidelines watching all of this happen, because it feels like you started with the big bang uh, with Hauntfest Mayhem. But it's cool that starting out with something that's so visual and so prominent uh, when it happens, like got you all so much attention. And now kind of like you're talking about, like there's all these other opportunities that you know, they've been around anyhow, like the Red Cross does blood drives constantly. Um, but now there's just like, because of YouTube, there's just this new avenue to um, draw people in through. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. Like the, the, everything's building on itself in a really fun way. I know the, the American Red Cross used to do blood drives every time there was a new Saw movie coming out. Like that, that was the <laughs> connection. <laughs> um for, for most of the Saw movies, at least. And then that kind of went away. So, like, there's a little bit of a precedent here, but it's yeah. it's good to see it coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyhow, um, that just totally an aside for me. So, okay, <laughs> let's get to the main events. Let's talk April Ghouls. Um, so... We we learned our lessons from last time. We 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 are gonna have more parking this time. We're shifting venues a little bit, I know. Um, but what is expanding this time coming from Hauntfest Mayhem to Hauntfest April Ghouls? What are the new ideas? What are the cool new things that we can look forward to? Uh what what have we grown into now? <laughs> We're gonna do our best to summarize, but like there is so much. <laughs> no, no summarizing. Go. Let's go beat by beat. <laughs> okay, thing by thing, so and we'll just gush about all starting, of it. Starting with the April Ghouls name. So it is a play on April Fools. I do feel like we have to very quickly touch on the story of, yeah. it, of how it got its name. So um, we were trying, very early in the process, we were trying to decide on a date. And um we knew that like it if we were going to have it in may or april like a pun name wasn't going to stop us from having a good time to have the festival but hey having a good punny name does help it definitely mm -hmm. was going to keep me from the festival but <laughs> we needed a name we needed. So important. <laughs> but then so we were just trying to brainstorm names for april and like it and we could not come up with anything and then roseanne texts me out of nowhere and she goes i have it april ghouls and that was that it's been april ghouls ever since no no turning back yeah, but, yeah abigail's coming up with all sorts of names for different months like chris massacre <laughs> i don't know if adams is ready for that one yet yeah, <laughs> but, yeah april ghouls it is and then so last year it was one day today we are doing two days at southern brewing company which means that they are supplying a steady stream of alcohol and for the people who you know maybe are having to park a little bit off the pro the southern brewing property we are going to i'm very excited about this we're gonna be having a hayride um, yes <laughs> to to take to like you know just so slowly shuttle people yeah. to from the festival and then roseanne has a great story about how that came yeah. <laughs> if i get that just just so to clarify with the hayride thing um 
we are trying to work better with parking this year. Mm -hmm. However, Southern Brewing Parking is also not the best parking. So we're um, opening up a lot of the grass area for parking and also their lot. But some surrounding businesses have also agreed to open their lots for parking. Mm -hmm. But it's also like a trek, you know, so that's <laughs> the hayride is going to be like a big loop that picks everyone up from their cars, takes them there and takes them back. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, we encourage Uber, of course, uh, since Uber, carpool, but um, if you do drive, this is like our little mm -hmm. extra way of making this work. And the uh, route, the, the 24 bus for Athens City Transit goes right to the entrance of Southern Brewing Company. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. So as far as the hayride goes, <laughs> um, we had really been wanting to do it, especially Abigail. She was all over it. Um, I'm a big hayride fan. <laughs> yeah. But surprisingly, I did not really have many connections for someone who would just volunteer to hayride. And we it, it's we did not know a lot of people who had large tractor trailers for being two people who were born and raised in Georgia. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. surprising <laughs> in that way. Like I grew up in a small rural rural town, but it's like, you know, it's hard to bring a tractor, you know, 30 miles <laughs> down the road. Um anyway, um on my mom's birthday, December twenty-first, we go get dinner at this Japanese restaurant. <laughs> And across the table, there's this group of guys, like real country folk. I mean, we're country folk too, but you know, <laughs> they had like the caps and everything. And um, we were just all just kind of like nervous about it. Cause we are like, we don't know these people. It's like two different families sitting <laughs> at the same hibachi table. And um, one of the guys, you know, speaks up and he's like, Hey, <laughs> like, who are y'all? And we start introducing each other and chatting. And then we get to know a little bit more about each other. He owns like all this farmland and stuff kind of near where we live and uh my dad brings up the festival and i'm like a little nervous because you know like are these guys gonna really want to hear about this um but uh i was like yeah we we actually need a hayride like so i do a hayride and they're like oh i'll do it yeah <laughs> like what are you what like i don't even know who you are um so that was pretty freaking cool. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, they bought all of our dinner. I was like, you guys are just angels from heaven. I'm like, I don't even know these people. But anyway, his name's Alan. He's awesome. Uh, yeah, and he's going to be helping, I think, both days with the tractor trailer. So mm -hmm. thank cool. you, Alan. <laughs> and just like more activities that we're going to be having, we are going to be having pumpkin painting. Those will be free, by the way. Those will be they like the little ones. You will have yeah. you will have free little pumpkins that you can paint, especially during the uh, kids hour. That's another thing that we're adding this year where we are we're not letting the uh, scare. Well, I, I say letting as if they can be controlled, but we are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, the scare actors are not going to be coming out onto the field until uh 6 p.m. on both days because something that surprised us last year is we had a lot of families so we want to make sure that you know this is accessible for them and not uncomfortable and then there's cyanide suspension which you should talk about yeah um cyanide suspension is a freak show that uh, i got super excited when i saw that because <laughs> um i have the same like application form for musicians and entertainers and I don't usually get entertainers. Like last year, I didn't really get, I, we got uh, the UGA Juggling Club mm -hmm. last year. Um, but other than that, I, I was expecting it to be a band. And I was like, oh, cyanide suspension. And I look them up and I see all these people hanging from their skin with hooks. And I was like, that is not a band. <laughs> so I was so thrilled when I when I saw their, um, their page. And they do uh, Human Blockhead. They do 
uh, all sorts of like fire breathing, fire dances and stuff, and um, uh, walking on glass, like all sorts of freak show activities. They So speaking of the kids hour, in case you're like, I, wow, I don't want to see that. They're going to be like in the corner. You will be able to engage with them at your will. <laughs> yeah, um, they'll be in the, the rated R section, uh, but also visible, you know, mm-hmm. so like go watch their show. I'm not trying to keep <laughs> it all because um, they're going to be awesome. And I think mm-hmm. they're going to be popping out of the rated R section a few times mm-hmm. uh, to do some like more PG-13 shows mm-hmm. um, just you know, for the people who may be a little squeamish. <laughs> but yeah, they're all also uh, experienced scare actors and stuff, and they're bringing mm-hmm. several people, and they're volunteering. So, like, it's just a dream come true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so that that's going to be a huge thing. Uh, we're trying to get a car show going. Uh, we had the Hirsch, Hirsch, the Hirsch <laughs> last year, but we've got a few other people with Hearses interested, possibly. Uh, but I'm really excited because we now have a Ghostbusters car coming. Yes. Uh, it hasn't been posted about yet. We're going to get some pictures of the promo shoot. But um, this guy has built up this incredible like movie. Looks just like the movie. <laughs> Ghostbusters car. And he's got the suits and everything. Um, the suits. The suits. <laughs> and uh, we've got <laughs> trivia this year. Uh, the Haunted Trail is going to be a lot more... A lot better than last year. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Um, last year was kind of a makeshift, like, we just had some tarp and, and like, wire. <laughs> like, it was but, a Halloween party yeah. type of... It was what we could do with what we had. Um, and, but this year, you know, it... Roseanne, I can just say, Roseanne has been working very, very hard on this. A lot of people have been putting a lot of time into this, and it will be worth it. Yeah. Southern Brewing so, has this incredible trail behind the um, brewery that's just, apparently the fire station has done Han trails back there before. Um, so okay. I'm excited to to work with that space because it'll be an actual trail uh, in the woods and there's like a bamboo forest. It's already <laughs> spooky the way it is. So we'll mm-hmm. be spooking it up even more. So let's pause here for one second, because I think that's yeah. something that like, even if we're not getting cyanide suspension, suspension to come to other people's defense, this might yeah. be something that like uh, yeah. other people that listen and they're involved in the uh, spooky community, like haunted houses on Halloween. I know it was a thing when I was growing up, like we used to take the clubhouse at the front of our neighborhood and they had the neighborhood kids run a haunted house in it. Like this is the thing that people can just go out and do. So as far as establishing a haunted trail, uh, we're, we're saying that we're, you're doing so much work behind the scenes to get ready for it. What do you do for that? How how do you build this thing up and plan it out? Are you literally building things for it? Or are you just talking to the scare actors and coming up with a plan? Like, How do you construct a good haunted trail here? Kind of in all of the above. Um... Like when the, when the scare actors first sign up, I tell them like, what's your costume idea? And so I'm trying to come up with a story that kind of aligns with some of the things they're already becoming as. Um, and then we're all going to talk through that and have, you know, someone going through telling the story. Um, you have to plan, you know, how many lines are you going to send it in at once? And uh, are you going to have a station for the story? Are you going to um, have stations in between that are like, you know, themed areas throughout the trail? Um, and so... So we're working on, we, we have some tents we're going to be setting up to just make scenes out of, and we're still playing around with the um, the actual theme, so I can't really say anything about that yet, but uh, okay. each one's going to have, you know, a set, uh, however we decide to set up inside the tent, so that way it's kind of, you know, it's safe, but 
also it allows for a place where you go out of the spooky woods but into a little spooky dome you know and another yeah. spooky place uh that's got a different vibe but you have to worry about lighting especially out there because it's just the woods you know it's like do you get a generator and you connect all these lights to the generator do you just throw glow sticks on the ground or do you do the old-fashioned here's a rope nobody <laughs> let go of the rope and you just have a leader <laughs> and so we're we're having to brainstorm all of these crazy logistical things um as well as the trail just it splits off in a bunch of different ways um mm -hmm. so we're trying to figure out the best trail to do and you don't want it to be too long you don't want to be too short um so there's a lot to think about but I mean, I grew up, I, I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, but um, my family did a haunted house in my home growing up. So I have a little bit of experience with this, but my dad has a little bit more since mm -hmm. he was the one that was planning it since I was a baby. Um, so I'm I'm talking to him. I'm talking to the scare actors trying to figure out what the best plan is. But yeah, no, I encourage anyone who ever wants to do a haunted house to just do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do it with whatever you got. Mm -hmm. um i mean like i said we did it in our house i know that's kind of weird to some people um but i wake up in the morning and there'd be some crazy like flying demon at the bottom of the stairs and it was just normal for me. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean you just come up with a story bring people to a place that looks kind of <laughs> scary and that you gotta haunt you know um it just depends on what level of stuff you're gonna put into it mm -hmm. you know so back to the what we're doing. So I just want to get to my authors. Like I'm really proud of them, and I want to make sure we get to them. All right, all right. I'll breathe. I'll breathe this. Uh, there's gonna be more vendors this year. Yay! Cafe Racer food truck. Last year the concession stand was a mess, especially with the whole volunteer issue. Like we had one person making the burgers, selling the burgers, and go ahead and tell who that person was. It was my dad. <laughs> 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 he was like hurting so bad like cursing everybody out he was like i gotta go to bed <laughs> so i'm glad that we have someone else dealing dealing with that and they'll be able to benefit you know from the sales of that um but yeah i'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and do your thing i know you're, you're ready okay <laughs> so we are going to be having ghost stories this year and i just have to say first of all so starting out, the story was like, I think I, I was saying, I think that we should have some sort of author panel. And Roseanne was like, OK, where are you going to find him, though? And I was like, ah, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Boiled again. Um, and then you reached out to us. And that was so great. And so we got to talking about like what we should do for other authors because of course I asked you know if you have any other friends or anything and I believe you reached out to Juliet Rose by super nice person by the way I I'm finishing Trigger Point right now which is one of the books that she read and of course I read uh String Them Up uh, <laughs> by you and so we were talking about like what fun things we could do for you two and you suggested like ghost stories around a campfire and we're, we are already going to have a campfire to make s'mores. And so it was really the perfect idea. And so now we have four really great authors with us right now. We have William Sterling, of course. We have DC Phillips and Juliet Rose. And of course we have Jack Townsend, who we will talk about more later. Uh, <laughs> Um, Jack Townsend, by the way, already 
MVP. Like he posted <laughs> a very long, extremely nice article on his blog about Hauntfest and encouraging people to go and meet him. Of the tickets that we've pre-sold, a not insignificant portion of them have cited his article as the reason that they're going. And so that is just, that is really exciting. But I'm hoping for the Campfire Stories, I'm hoping that uh, the authors will read an excerpt from their book or like a new short horror story. I'm hoping that they will read something original from them. And we, now that we know, you know, kind of when everyone wants to read their original story, we're going to be adding, you know, readings from Poe and King and <laughs> Lovecraft. But uh, no, we're we're going to be having a lot of, you know, classic horror stories as well as original stories <laughs> um and before i forget uh you know the release of the ghouls is at six um and during the family hour i'm also encouraging vendors and anyone who brings a car you know if they're doing the car show to bring candy so there can be like a trunk or treat or trick or treat depending on what you want to call it <laughs> um at least for those kids hours in the beginning i already have like a little holiday bags for the community so um they can go around and hopefully that will encourage kids to visit all the vendors and kind of see what they have mm -hmm. but yeah and live music throughout again lineup's going to be released valentine's day we've got seven bands a day this year so that's really exciting um it's going to be really good <laughs> oh, oh yeah and we're excited we're, we're repping some merch right now yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and the snakes and kittens are returning mm -hmm. again Woo! So. <laughs> anyway sorry we talked a lot <laughs> no that's amazing so all of my floundering in the beginning to like pin down like this event is like so expansive like everything is here like okay now we've got the list like everything is here <laughs> so then we talked about some of the lessons learned from last year but just kind of in general um for anybody that's trying to set up an or an event like this do you have any advice just for them before they get started or as they get started? My my personal biggest advice is to be persistent with people. <laughs> um, nine times out of 10, no matter how nice the person is, they're going to forget that you exist. Um, it's just what happens. And just go back and reach out to them again. If you don't hear from them the first time, reach back out to them again. It, it doesn't matter who it is, vendor, um friend even like just, <laughs> but yeah that that is my my number one biggest thing but you know keep a list of these people and just remind them regularly if you need any help from anyone if anyone's working with you um and i think people do appreciate that um I, i've definitely gotten some comments as annoying as i can be it does keep people on top of of things that they're supposed to do it, and it, it's a volunteer-based event and if people volunteer their time you know they are interested in helping but you, people have their regular lives just you know be kind about it but be persistent yeah um and take advice and criticisms because i'm i'm stubborn abigail knows i'm i'm very stubborn. <laughs> um like i i will hear something and immediately get defensive but then i'll sit on it for a while and i'm like you know what maybe they were right and then i have to go back so i'm still working on this but but uh especially from the surveys last year like we used a lot of information from that to try to update this year and make make it better better experience for mm -hmm. everyone uh, i would i would say not to like 
<laughs> I'm, no, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm scared. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I think that we really complement each other as a team because like Roseanne w- was saying, she's like the one that's automatically like, you know, here's a piece of criticism and is like defensive about it and is like, you know, wanting to to move on to the next thing. And I'm the type of person who hears a piece of criticism about it. And that's the only thing I think about it for like a month. <laughs> And so we kind of have that balance where like, I'm the one who's, you know, like panic and run, panic and run. And then Roseanne's like, no, we got this. And so you need to be able to, you need to be able to, to have both. And we, we work together like that. And some people can have both on the rocks. You know, (laughs) we're both working on the other side. (laughs) But yeah, um, you know, and treat your vendors, volunteers well, you know, anyone who's helping you with anything that you're doing ever, obviously, but um, they will usually treat you well. You know, if if you give them the kindness and respect that they deserve, um, even if even if someone isn't responding or even if, you know, something weird is happening, like mm-hmm. just be kind and maybe something's going on in their life and maybe maybe they'll even tell you about that. You know, if they respond <laughs> kindly and you're like, you know, it's okay. Take your time. They may come back and say, I'm sorry, my mom's been in the hospital or something, you know, just be mindful. Um, cause I know a lot of people, um, they don't really think about that when they're mm-hmm. uh, talking to people. Um, and be honest with them in return. Yeah. Like, let them know what's going on. Um, and then <laughs> I mentioned this in my little notes, but Abigail kind of, kind of already brought it up. Uh, learn how to put out fires and remain calm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. Uh, like last year, even there were so many things that had to be handled right then, but you can't freak out. You know, if you freeze and you, you feel like you can't do anything, um, it may actually end up a disaster. So you just have to deal with it, move on. Um, but also deal with it. Don't just move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that seems like a little bit obvious, but it once you start getting into the planning stages of this, especially whenever you're planning something so far out in advance, like it is sometimes you put something on the back burner, but it's good to get everything checked off. Yeah. Um, Also, if you're planning an event, it sucks, but people do not like buying tickets in advance. They hate it. They hate it so much. Um, Like that is one of our biggest problems right now is like we are getting ticket sales, but it's just not... Like we have goals to meet. And so there's a lot of just, here's a sale, here's a sale. And we're trying to figure out like what works and what doesn't work um, to get these pre-sale tickets. So we're still working on that, but definitely experiment with that. If you're trying to host an event or anything of the sort and you are trying to sell tickets or even get an RSVP of some sort. Um, I mean, again, goes back to being persistent, but also um, try to use some different Change your mindset a little bit um, sometimes about how you think about putting your event out there. Um, you know, if you just stick to social media, maybe you won't get as many people as if you did social media and you did events or, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't something may of, surprise you. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I like how much of that is just like universally applicable, though, because like, y'all are talking about it through this lens of event planning. And I'm sitting over here thinking this is all like exactly the same stuff that you hear on repeat as an author. 
Like people <laughs> will not buy your book the first time they hear about it. You have to be persistent about it. And they might buy it the seventh time they hear about it. But like that, that first time, like, no, um, <laughs> you, you have to diversify the way that you're marketing it. You can't just have a Twitter account because everybody hates me. Well, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. It's the first problem. <laughs> um, but it's um, pre-sales. Pre-sales are not meh, like, you know, <laughs> um, but they're not going to happen. Um, like it's, it's the same song and dance in so many different avenues. So yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. And that's um, part of the reason we didn't expect so many people last year is because we did have, you know, like I was really struggling to get pre-sale tickets. And I was like, are people really going to come? Are people really going to come? And then we had like three times the amount of pre-sale tickets show up um you mean just at to door get, tickets at, yeah just to get door tickets and so um yeah I'm sorry just <laughs> to add to that because um you know pre-sale isn't everything of course but it's good to get an RSVP and it's it's difficult to plan when you don't have one you just want to know how many people am I going to be responsible for this day <laughs> <laughs> okay so then kind of wrapping up the conversation about Hauntfest April Ghouls specifically, uh, what are the things that y'all are most excited for coming into this new year? Well, I know I mentioned Cyanide Suspension uh, really got me excited. I'm excited for a lot of things, obviously. <laughs> the band lineup, too. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been seeing the shows <laughs> that have been coming up recently, but Abigail especially <laughs> is excited about Jack Townsend. Yes. <laughs> and I, okay, so I got his application and <laughs> I texted Abigail and I said, Hey, did you get this author? Like they just sent an application and she was like, you have to be joking. With me. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Because I mean, I, I didn't really understand the extent of what had happened. And uh, she was like, you have to be, I'm going to kill you if you're joking with me right now. And I'm like, why would I be joking about this? Like, I'm just telling you what happened. And um, she like, I don't remember if you called me or if I called I you. called you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> she was like hyperventilating on the phone. It was really kind of terrifying. She thought that something was happening. She'd be having a heart attack. And um, she's like, oh my God, this is like my favorite author of all time. And um, I've never been so excited in my life. And I, I don't know what to think. And um, I was like, Roseanne, you can't, uh, please don't tell me you're joking. If you're joking, I can't, I can't be a part of this, but you can't, please don't please don't be joking with me <laughs> but it was really crazy and then after all her hyperventilating and going crazy about it um she was like oh i have to go i'm in lab and i was like there's no way this girl is just in lab right now on the phone with me i was i was in lab and i was um and like i got roseanne's text and i was like oh my god and everyone looked at me and i was like I'm going to take a moment. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was awesome. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, once I saw that she had that reaction, I had to reach out to him before Christmas. (laughs) And I was like, can you please send a book, like sign a book for her? Because I had no idea this was such a life changing event, um, which is awesome. Like now I know he's a really, really freaking awesome dude. Um, He sent me a, a book with a whole like, paragraph in it and the comic and mm-hmm. um you know donated a bunch of stuff for the raffle basket so and, and we mentioned earlier did that surprise blog post um without yeah. us even having to ask him <laughs> but yeah i've never seen anyone so excited <laughs> that's definitely why she wanted to bring that 
So you're going to be at that camp, that uh, that ghost story reading, I, I'm going to guess. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even going to have enough time to enjoy it, but like, <laughs> if I um, do, I will show up, but I, I plan to have somebody film it for me because yeah. fingers crossed that he reads an excerpt from, from a certain novel that he's working on, but <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Cheers. Um, and then looking ahead to the future. So um, obviously there's a lot of traction now. Uh, April Ghouls is not going to be the end of the line for any of this. Um, what sort of things do y'all have in the works that you can talk about yet? I know that's always kind of a, a gray area, dicey subject, but mm -hmm. what does the future hold for the mayhem crowd? Well, uh, we definitely have a few promo events that we mentioned earlier, um, but on the, on the on the down low, <laughs> we're looking into new venues outside of Georgia. Mm. So there may be some expansion happening in the next year or so. Um, details to be announced as they come about, but we're definitely trying to connect with people um, and see if we can make this an annual event in other places as well. Um, I'm not saying that we're moving on from Athens. That's definitely not the plan. <laughs> um, but just, you Please know, don't. I'm in love with this mm -hmm. and I think I could really roll with this as maybe a career. And if I do that, you know, every weekend I'm going to need to be traveling around doing something like <laughs> this. So um, just dipping my toes in the water right now. So um, that is something. And then we're kind of looking into maybe doing event planning after having, you know, B&B &B reach out and doing the sauce house event. Um, so I don't know if you guys have a Halloween party that you want some folks to go up to that are spooky, <laughs> mm -hmm. like reach out and I'll talk to you, you know. Um, again, details aren't all worked out, but I'm always open to talk to someone. And if, if they have an idea for something, like I'm down to brainstorm and see if it can work. Cause we sure do have a lot of connections now from mm -hmm. doing this and people who are interested in that sort of thing. Shout out to the scare actors. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the sky is the limit for the future. Um, definitely still looking at a lot of different things everything's kind of up in the air but uh we'll definitely be releasing stuff mm -hmm. as it comes out right and that's a perfect way to to come and land this plane for everybody that's interested in the wheelings and dealings of haunt fest where can they connect with you on social media and where should they go to purchase those elusive pre-sale tickets <laughs> um so www.hauntfest.us is the website where all the good stuff is. <laughs> um, well, I say all the good stuff, but really the highlights and all sorts of um, <clears throat> nitty gritty, like here's a specific vendor, here's this awesome thing that they're bringing to the festival. All of that is posted on the social media. So we've got um, at hauntfest.athens is the Instagram. And then we just have we have a Facebook page that's Hauntfest LLC, and then we have the event page that's Hauntfest April Ghouls. It's a group, technically, but um, those are our big ones. We also have a TikTok, uh, still working on getting some new media out there, but it's at Hauntfest, if anyone's interested in that. We're kind of old at this point. We don't we don't <laughs> get how TikTok works. We ha she, she has to board her younger sister into helping us all the time. <laughs> working on that hopefully we'll get some good vids out uh during the promo but yeah and i is it okay if i if i mention a few sponsors real quick since yeah absolutely yeah um all right southern brewing company 
huge sponsor. They're letting us use the venue. We love them. They mm -hmm. are amazing. Um, of course, B&B Theaters and Sauce House for letting us do those events. William Sterling. Hey. <laughs> whoever, whoever that is. I have no idea who that could be. Oh, yeah. no. You've been so supportive. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Um, we've got Whimsy Loops, Crochet, Dark Knight Oddities, um, Tales from the Gas Station, Holly B. Hutch Designs. Clay Henson Sound and Lighting is, is giving us a discount on the sound and lighting for the bands, which is awesome. Um, and then we also have the Haunting You podcast, which um, we did that last year as well. So super super grateful to have <laughs> all of these people helping us bring this together well thank you so much for coming on and talking to me this is going to be so much fun again as usual listeners if you are anywhere in the southeast uh, near or around athens georgia again this is going to be the first weekend in april and you should totally come hang out with us i it, we will make it worth your while it will be so fun um, you can you can hold a snake and watch fire breathers. <laughs> Another quick anecdote. Um, yes. In the, so after whenever Jack Townsend posted the the seven reasons to attend Haunt Fest this year, I was looking at the comments and someone posted, "Wow, first time in my life I ever wished in, I ever wished I lived in Georgia." Like, <laughs> for some reason, that just caught me off guard. <laughs> We are glad to be the singular redeeming quality of Georgia for some people. <laughs> it hurts because it feels so real. Anyhow, <laughs> if you are willing to come into the barren, barren deathscape that the is barren our home, <laughs> we promise to make it worth your while. <laughs> I don't wear my heart on my sleeve at all. Um, whatever. Anyhow, though, um, I think that closes us out for this episode. Please don't forget to like or subscribe or attend the festival of your choosing with your streaming service of choice. I don't know. I usually have a better exit than that. Whatever. <laughs> um, stay spooky, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>